Hello and welcome to Michigan and Other Mayhem, the show about Michigan, murder, mysteries, histories, and other mayhem from around the world. Your hosts are Allie and Jen. Okay, Jen, let's do this thing. Hello, Jen. Hello, Allie. Sorry, I was acting like a dick. Wouldn't let me. It was, it was so funny. I'm like sitting here just jamming to the music. I look over and I'm like, oh, crap, she texted me. Send it again. Okay. Yes. Well, I go to press the button and all of a sudden it disappeared and usually it pops up for me to join. And I'm like, okay, that's, <laughs> that's not good. Send again, yeah, right please. Either. Yes. <laughs> so what you after all. After all this time, we're still technology challenged. I know. And it is so easy. Like, I'm literally supposed to press a button and somehow I make it disappear. <laughs> and I'm always startled when I hear the thing. I don't know. I don't know. Help this. I'm special. Right. You are. You're very special. Uh, yeah. So I am going to do mine on the name Rouge, which I thought we'd already done before. I thought we did too. I really do believe somewhere in it's, the 86 podcasts we have done. Yeah. It's in there. That it's in there somewhere. <laughs> Maybe we touched on it. But I couldn't find it on our list, but I'm not that great with the list. I, so. Look, I have a horrible memory. So what I'll be shocked when you tell me. And the listeners will either probably have bad memories like me too. I hope so. I hope I'm not the only one. Yeah. Well, I'm reading it. I'm like, some of it sounds familiar. Some of it doesn't. So I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, (laughs) I have a terrible memory as well. (laughs) And I have Abriana Moore, triple murder, suicide, and it's sad. Holy shit. Well, why don't you go first then? Because you're sad. And I'll end up with one that's not that sad. Okay. Yeah. Did you want to do something before I start? You know what I do want to do? Cue <laughs> fake podcast music. <laughs> da, 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 da. Da, da. Damn, da, you got da. me because I really did forget. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I know you'll listen to it later on and go, oh, man, I forgot. So I thought I'd help you there. Sometimes I just let you roll with it. True. Appreciate it. Always. As we were just saying, bad memories. Right. <laughs> so I came across an article on WLNS.com. Okay. Abriana, age 28, which talked about how a social worker for her had filed paperwork to have her committed at a psychiatric facility in Uh-oh. September. And you're going to ask me the year. And I think it was this year. Okay. This past year. How old this is pa- she? I think this was this past year, but no one quote me on that because not a single thing on any of my notes say the year. Uh-huh. I, I don't, don't worry. I do that too. <laughs> um, she is 28 years old. Okay. So the social worker believes she had schizophrenia and was dangerous. Oh, shit. Doctors who previously saw her were said to have witnessed her hallucinations and paranoia. She wasn't eating because she thought someone was trying to poison her. She wouldn't sleep because she thought someone was going to break into her home. And she would keep her kids, she had three of them, Uh uh, home from school because the television told her bad things would happen. 
Oh, man. So there was efforts being made to remove the three children from the home. And their ages are two, six, and nine at this time. Oh, shit. On February 18th, near Cedar Springs, Michigan... Abriana was found outside of her boyfriend's home, shot, and her three children also died dead inside her car by gunshot. Oh. During, yeah, during the police investigation, it was found she had picked her children up from school claiming they had a doctor's appointment. She had stopped and fed the children lunch. And then it's believed she drove to a wooded area in, and I think it's Sloan, S-O-L-O-N, Township. Okay. okay. We just talked about mispronunciation. Um, I won't where, say shit. You know I can't. <laughs> where, where she took the children one by one into the woods and shot them. Oh, she put them back in the car, drove to her boyfriend's home, and got out of the car and immediately shot herself. Oh, fucking A, dude. There, yeah, there was no suicide note, but police did find writings by her referencing threats that weren't real. Okay. You know, but yeah. she believed they were. From these, you could see she felt she was protecting her children from these threats. Oh, man, that's so terrible. Yeah, the sad story. That is a sad story. Especially I, when you have all these, you know, you have a social worker and doctors and what are people doing? Yeah, whatever they're trying is not fast enough or whatever. It's not, yeah, it's just not fast enough, you know. Uh, it's a, that's the sad, uh, a sad truth. Oh, that is shitty, dude. That is, yep. it's always terrible when children die. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's really hard. So I have something that's not that serious. I have the <laughs> name Rouge. So what happened was I was reading this book called Michigan Legends, and it's by Cheryl James. And I, it talked about Nain Rouge, and I was like, have we done it? And I looked up on our list, and I, I think I sent you a text, like, have we done it? And you're like, no. I was like, okay, I want to try it. And I got some stuff on Wikipedia. I got some stuff on history.com, metrotimes.com, and michiganweathercenter.org. And I can explain that later. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So the name Rouge is basically Detroit's own harbinger of doom, you know? And every time I hear the word harbinger, it makes me think of the Metallica song, Harbinger of Sorrow. And (laughs) I was like, I can't say the word harbinger and not think about it. So Nain Rouge translates from French to English as the Red Dwarf. And the Nain Rouge is described as like a, a, like a small man with dark red skin, basically like a small demon, right? And the whole thing with Nain Rouge is if you don't pay him respect and homage when he crosses paths with you, when he sees you, he will bring death and ruin to you. And he's basically, he's called, okay. his nickname is the Demon of the Strait. And he, he basically haunts Detroit. Is that why there's a river rouge? Um, oh, my goodness. I don't even, I didn't even think to look that up. But now I need to. So, writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> because you know I, I've got a curious mind. I have to check it out. So, I'm, I'm reading the, the Michigan Legend thing. And it talks about 
the one of the first people it talks about meeting Nain Rouge is this guy named um, Antoine Lamont de la something Sierra de Cadillac. And I was like, oh, Cadillac, right? And it's the guy, Cadillac, mm-hmm. Antoine, you know, Cadillac helped found the city of Detroit. The city of Cadillac, Michigan is named after him. And the car company, Cadillac, which was established in 1902, named after him. You know, it's established in Michigan. So I was like, okay, let me just look this dude up, you know, because even to this day, the Cadillac Car Company headquarters is still located in Warren, Michigan. So it's still like Michigan connected, right? This dude was kind of an asshole. You know what I mean? And I was just like, what? Why does everybody (laughs) like name shit after dudes that were like, douchebaggish you know i don't get it like why do you get to be filled with douchebaggery and shit named after you but i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you right. a little bit about him okay so his okay. name is actually antoine lamont and he was born march 5th 1658 and he fills out at one point this record of service of military service right in 1975 and this record says that he's enlisted and that he's a lieutenant um, he's, you know, enlisted in the military and he's a lieutenant in the military in this one area of Belgium slash France. And then two years later in 1677, he writes a letter to somebody. He's like, oh yeah, I, I'm an officer in the military in this army. And that army is in like a completely different region. That's like, yeah, that's like okay. telling, you're telling somebody like, oh yeah, I'm an officer in Detroit. And everybody like, oh yeah. And then you meet somebody else. You're like, yeah, I'm an officer in the UP. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Really? So he sails from, we know he gets to the United States, right? But there is no record of him crossing the Atlantic from Europe, you know, from France to the New World. And that is probably because he was dodging something in Europe. And it was common that if you're dodging, right? you don't make passage in your own name, then they know where the fuck you went. so you sail under another person's name so there's no there is no record of him making the passage but we know he's in the united states right so in 1687 Mm -hmm. he's like 29 years old and he marries marie therese guyon who's 17 and i was like is that normal (laughs) back in the day back then probably give it to him so, and that's the first time he writes down the new name he gave himself, okay? <laughs> he names himself Antoine <laughs> de la Mothe, I don't know, Ecoyer Sieur de Cadillac, basically. And then he signed it, uh, de la Mothe Lunate, which that means, like, basically you're like, I am Jennifer King, technologist, Lady Electronica. Like, you just, <laughs> like, you gave yourself, like, all those names. And basically, Cadillac was the name of somebody else that he you know, new back in France and he must've liked the name, but he gave it to himself. I'm changing. My yeah. Name. Right. But I guess that's creating a new identity in the, you know, the new world, not otherwise notice we're not in quite America yet um, is to give yourself a new name. Like let's just start the fuck over. <laughs> I've sailed all the way across the world. I'm on the other side. I'm going to give myself a new name. So I guess people didn't think too hard when they see so gives himself a new name. Right. They have like mm-hmm. six kids, so it can't be too bad. According to the Michigan Legends books, when Cadillac, Cadillac is 43, he attends a party in Quebec, I think in Montreal specifically, and it's part of New France at this time. And it's March 10th. They give a specific date, and I was like, wow, <laughs> 1701. And Antoine Lamont 
who is also named Cadillac now, is the guest of honor. And this elderly woman comes in the party and she begins to tell fortunes and she's giving out personal predictions for the attendees. And then she makes it to Antoine and she tells him that his undue ambition would be his downfall. And she told him that he will be the founder of a great city, which he will, Detroit. But because he sells liquors, um, liquor to the native people for furs, he will cause his own downfall and his own pain and his own ruin. And I thought, wow, that's a very specific prediction. Yeah. yeah. Then she tells him he's, it'll all start to happen when he crossed paths with the name Rouge. And that if he does, and he will, he should do everything he can to appease like this little demon. And that next day he leaves Quebec for Michigan. It's not quite, it's not called Michigan yet though. So four months later mm-hmm. on July 24th, 1701, Antoine Cadillac founds Fort Pontchartrain, which I can't say right. And I tried to do it like 18 times, but just know that Pontchartrain <laughs> okay. uh, of Detroit. It, so it's Fort Detroit in the parish of St. Anne. It's a site that, site that would later become the city of Detroit. And we're talking about like Jefferson and stuff like that. So Detroit means the mm-hmm. straits in French. It's Detroit. It means the straits in French. And a strait is a narrow body water, a body of water that connects two larger bodies of water, which the Detroit River does, right? The tr- Lake Erie and Lake Huron. Yep. So three years after founding Detroit, Cadillac's called back to Quebec because they're charging him with trafficking alcohol and furs to the native people. Yeah. <laughs> so like what the, the lady says is coming true. And they imprison him when he gets there and he stays imprisoned until 1705 and they somehow clear his name, right? So in 1707, Fort Detroit's getting around. The local, you know, he's back on at Fort Detroit. His name's been cleared. There's a party. Everything's going on. And Cadillac, his wife, are walking home. And suddenly, what crosses their path? Stops, turns, and looks at them? The Nain Rouge. The oh, Rouge. yeah. And he smiles at them, right? And instead of, like... You know, it's gaze like burns and freezes them at the same time. And instead of like paying him respect and homage, he basically tries to like run it off and yells at it, cusses it out, tries to like take a couple swings at it. (laughs) So the following year, 1708, he's charged with multiple counts of abuse of authority, trafficking, and he's indicted. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, this is the dude that we shoot after here. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. So in 1709, all his troops are ordered to return to Montreal. And in 1710, for his punishment, for his continued fuck-ups, he's sent to become governor of this untamed land that would later be called Louisiana. And at this point, they're just considered a hot swamp filled with, you know, killer mosquitoes. (laughs) So Antoine's like, fuck Louisiana. And he just like skirts out of there. And in 1711... He gets on a boat and tries to sail back to France. Now, at this point, like, the sailing thing takes a long fucking time, right? And by 1715, he does get back to Louisiana, and immediately he's removed from office and stripped of power. His family then goes back to France in 1717. Uh, Yeah, in 1717, him and his son immediately imprisoned. They're released in 1718. (laughs) Yeah. And finally, he just retires at his his parents' estate where he dies in 1730. And I'd be like, that's who we choose the honor here in fucking Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> so the next yep. time the name Rouge appears is July 1763. And this is right before a battle that's just outside the fort. And 
I don't know if you remember, but we released an episode, like, I think it was last November, like, uh, maybe the 29th. I know it was the end of November. And I did, it was called, like, Spooky Spaces in Michigan. I talked about, yeah, the Elmwood yeah. Cemetery and that there was a battle there mm-hmm. and Parents Creek became Bloody Run Creek because these uh, Chief Pontiac was holding a siege on Fort Detroit and these British soldiers tried to ambush the chief. But the French had warned Chief Pontiac that they were coming. And so July 31st, 1673, the river ran red, 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 red with blood. Red, red. As well, trying yep. to say it, with blood. And uh, it went from being known as Parents Creek to Bloody Run Creek. And the, the siege kept going. Well, they said it's because mm-hmm. the British did not pay homage to the name Rouge and the French had. Okay. Then July 11th, 1805. <sighs> The Nain Rouge is seen again, and that's the day in which the Detroit Fort burnt down. It's believed that the fire started in the stable on St. Anne Street, which is now Jefferson Avenue, and it started with a few flames, and it ended up burning around 150 of the fort buildings with only one building surviving the blaze. And Reverend John Dillard had wrote, quote, in these, in the course of three hours, Nothing was seen of the city except a mass of burning coals and chimney tops stretching like pyramids in the air, end quote. He then like likened the smoke from the fire looking like a funeral pyre. But despite that, like nobody died. The locals believe that because they saw the Nain Rouge and paid him honor and respect, he dis- destroyed only the property and no people. And I was like, okay. Hmm. So a couple of people in Detroit in 1967 also saw that, said that they saw the Nain Rouge. And that's right before the 1967 Detroit riots. And that is just too big for me to address in this article. But just know that in five days, 43 people were dead. 342 people were injured. And nearly 1,400 buildings had been burned. And it, cause, yeah, it involved police brutality and black Americans. So on March 1st and 2nd of 1976, two people saw what they thought was a child climbing a utility pole, but that was the Nain Rouge. And that night, a terrible ice storm incapacitated the Thumb region of Michigan. I think we talked about it (laughs) in one of our episodes. The first uh, one to two inches of snow fell. And then after that, it was capped with about a half an inch of ice. And we had a presidential major disaster declaration for the area for 29 affected counties. And since 2010... the year 2010, every spring, the city of Detroit holds what is called the uh, March du Nain Rouge, and it's a parade that's held in the city, and the participators chase the demon, Nain Rouge, out of the city for the year to bring in good luck. And one of the things that they do, our tradition is, every year that you go to the parade, you wear um, different clothing or different costume each year, so that when the Nain Rouge returns to the, the next year, he doesn't recognize the person that got him last time. And he doesn't go after you for revenge. You look like a new person to him. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. This, yeah. So people, there were people who did like really funny counter protests to the Nain Rouge um, being chased out called, they were called friends of the Nain Rouge or we are Nain Rouge. And they supported the rights of the Nain Rouge to live in Detroit. I thought it was funny. <laughs> hmm. So there is a movie called Devil's Night, Dawn of the Nain Rouge. And it came out in t- November of 2019 in Michigan. And it should have been released in the U.S. like either uh, like June or July. I haven't been able to find it yet. So of this you know year, and it has the acting debut of Eminem, who's also known as Marshall Mathers, of his younger brother Nathan Kane Mathers. He acts in this movie. 
Yeah. Really? Rouge. And that's all. But yeah, I was like, well, let me just look up Cadillac and so I can see who he was. I'm like, oh, a douchebag. And we just named shit after him right? for a couple hundred years. Okay. <laughs> if you're a douchebag, you're allowed to get shit named yeah, after you. Yeah, apparently that's how we work around here. <laughs> really? All right, Jen, I'll talk to you later. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Contact us at Anchor or Michigan and Other Mayhem at gmail.com or on Facebook to join the conversation, listen to the podcast, or correct us when necessary. Rate and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Bye-bye now.